0: In today's episode, I will have the opportunity to speak to the general manager, product and loyalty of Journey Beyond, Adelaide-based Fiona Watson. Fiona is a passionate, authentic, and respected people leader, building collaborative, motivated and high-performing remote teams focused on delivering shareholder and customer results, maximized team member output, driving engagement, development and results through effective coaching, honest mentoring, and structure development programs. Joining Fiona Watson on today's episode is Jason Simpson, who is not unknown for those who follow the podcast. Jason is the sales and business development manager for the Travel Corporation and he's about to graduate in the end of October. Jason has already committed to be a part of the Time community in South Australia after his graduation, being one of the representatives in the future. I can't wait to hear about the South Australian Time Committee and the Time Community in and around Adelaide. Hello and welcome back to the newest episode of our Time Podcast, today with Fiona and Jason. Welcome to the show, two of you. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: I had recorded a little intro, so I don't have to share too much right now. Um, But I would like to do the little icebreaker session with you, so we learn a few things about you that you have not reflected on your CV or LinkedIn or in the usual networking chats. Is everyone ready for that?
1: Sure, let's do it.
0: (laughs) Excellent. All right, let's start with Fiona. Fiona, bus or bicycle?
2: Ooh. Hmm. Tough one. But I think of those two, I'd probably go – I don't have a bicycle, so I'd probably go – bus, but my preference is be to walk.
0: Okay, interesting. Jason, gardening or cooking?
1: Oh, gardening, easily. I'm a useless cook, I'm afraid. (laughs) Thankfully, I've got an amazing wife who should be a master chef, so I'm very lucky there.
0: Nice, okay. So um, it's clear who does what, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fiona, fine dining or pub?
2: I like both but I'd probably go fine dining. I just don't mm. go often enough probably, but yes, I do enjoy fine dining.
0: Yeah. Me too. It's tough on always to choose like which one that's, yeah. I probably would also yeah, go for. It's tough
2: on the wallet sometimes to fine dining.
1: <laughs> <sighs> Especially after the pandemic.
2: <laughs> uh, Jason. Yes, exactly.
1: Uh, I think I love fine dining because you know how the chefs get so creative and try and make the whole meal an experience that I love. Yeah. But if I'm in the outback, don't put me in a pub. I just love as soon as that door opens, you just don't know what's going to come in or what's going to go out, and that I think is pretty exciting. Nice. Uh, Fiona, Disney or Marvel? Disney.
2: Absolutely. I'm I'm not necessarily (laughs) the Marvel sort of person, but if you take Disney and you take it beyond – the the standard stuff. I'm a I love musicals, so Disney have mm-hmm. play in that space quite a bit. And Hamilton is sitting on the Disney Channel, Disney Plus, so definitely Disney.
0: Okay, excellent, Jason. What about you?
1: Um, I'm a huge kind of animated fan, to be perfectly honest, but I'm going to have to go Disney simply because I'm married to Winnie the Pooh, um, my wife did a stint at Disney and dressed up as Winnie the Pooh. So I think that's always had a lasting effect on me. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Last one, ABBA or ACDC?
2: Oh, <clears throat> see, that's really tricky too. Cause I like all <laughs> sorts of music and I can go from musical theater to Green Day to grunge to whatever. And I, ACDC was kind of, I was young when they first came out, and I really liked them. I also enjoyed ABBA. So it depends on the environment and what I'm listening to. If you're having a few drinks and you're partying on a bit of a dance, definitely ABBA. Um, so probably from that position, I'd, I'd lean towards ABBA, but I love the whole spectrum of music.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Jason, I have an idea what you're going to say, but we're waiting for your statement. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to hang out more I think we could definitely um, share our Spotify playlist but I'm gonna to have to go Akadaka. I've got the tie I've got the little hat and um, there's a guitar sitting in the corner so <laughs> every day. Amazing and obviously let's do a
0: transition to travel what is your favorite travel destination and why?
2: Oh, Somewhere new is usually my favorite destination somewhere I haven't been before although I still like to go back to places if I think of The most unusual that I've done in the past that blew me away, it was Macquarie Island coming back on a Ryan cruise ship from Antarctica and stunning weather, the most amazing wildlife. So Macquarie Island, other than that, where there's wildlife, I guess.
0: Sounds like a time far, far, far away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Justin, I think I've asked you that before, and I think it was Ireland. Do I remember that right?
1: Uh, actually, uh, southern Spain—it was that little, or well, more so, the crossing from from Iberia to Morocco. Right. You know, when you have that contrast of that European culture to the sounds and the smells of the, the Moroccan medina. Right, I remember now. Fantastic. Um, so uh, Jason, I think you're
0: graduating soon, and Fiona, you're obviously involved in Time for a while as well. Um, Fiona, why did you actually commit to be the state representative for South Australia for Time?
2: Yeah, I guess it was all about giving back to the industry. So I've been in the travel industry for a very, very long time, um, showing my age there, and I had been um, somewhat involved when I was in Sydney and I moved back to Adelaide in March last year, which was also interesting timing to, to make the move. But, and then at that time I was kind of tapped on the shoulder by Sue Graham and asking me to be that state representative there, there was involvement beforehand, Ben Walters and Shannon Beresford did a great job of doing events pre pre that time and I basically, at the time I think Ben was moving, up, planning to move overseas, it didn't happen, so uh, Sue gave me a call and said would you um, be the state representative, so new to South Australia, but I was very happy to keep things going and get things moving again <laughs> post COVID. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, Jason, maybe from, from your point of view, why do you think it's important that we have those local representatives?
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's a really good point, Timo. It's it's a great. I mean, it's a great program. It's a great organisation, as um, this kind of vlog will highlight. But what's really important is it's, it's great. Time has a national, overarching set of goals and vision. But, I mean, just look at the last 18 months, you know, the, the way in which the pandemic has affected everything. We're one country, but we've had to take such a regionalized approach to absolutely everything that we do. So if we can have someone on the ground locally to kind of take that national vision and strategy and to use their local networks and have a little bit of a level of autonomy, I guess, it allows us to kind of alter that strategy and to really, I guess, broaden the, the scope and the width, and more importantly, is the, the whole program is about, is helping as many people as we can. So we can do that with those contacts in our each individual states. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Fiona, you mentioned you were fairly new to South Australia, uh, but you were still happy to take on the role. What were, come, uh, <clears throat> sorry, what were some of the obstacles or hurdles that you had to overcome to establish time there or to drive time further?
2: Um, so I think one of the big challenges was I I got handed quite a healthy database which was great but then as um, we got into it with what had happened with COVID is so many people had either been stood down or moved on so losing contact with people and trying to find ways to get in contact with people was probably one of one of the key challenges. Um, We're lucky enough that we were able to get people together back in April with, with an event that was face to face and that different people were able to spread the word a little bit further and from that we've sort of broadened into building a little bit of a state-based committee as well. But um, I'd say that was the biggest challenge was getting the people and also getting out and knowing some of the South Australian people, which uh, Jason is a great asset because he's out on the road. He knows knows a lot of the individuals, whereas I was new to South Australia or new to being back in South Australia Mm -hmm. after being away for a long Mm -hmm. time.
0: And uh, Jason, let's assume I've never heard of time and we, I don't know, we meet somewhere at work and you say, please come to the networking function. I want to show you time. Um, What would you tell me or how would you explain what's happening on a networking event?
1: In a networking event? Well, hopefully you'll hear us Um, because we're coming, we're going to amplify the voice, hopefully within the state. So hopefully you'll see and hear little bits and pieces everywhere. But I guess if I was to meet someone in the street or if I was to see someone come out of a university and ask or meet at a networking function, it's really, in a nutshell, the greatest way to explain it is, you know, we're a group of networking or a group of likewise individuals with a common goal, and that's just to better ourselves and also help our industry move into the restart phase. So whether you're new, just got into travel, whether you've been here for 30 years, or whether you're somewhere in between and you perhaps are at that point where you want to make the next step, or you're just kind of questioning, is this role the right role for me and how do I get a bit more clarity around where I might want to go, then the networking opportunities and the gaps and the doors that this opens is I think the greatest thing about the organization and and the program. So that's why I'd say definitely get involved to help kind of start and get that career progression moving. Mm -hmm.
0: And a question to the both of you, um, from a perspective of of an employer or from a business perspective, how does a local time community actually help from a business point of view?
2: So I guess from, from my side, it's really, it's about helping building the network. So, whilst well, my particular role is not in and around the business development side, it's still getting, it enables everyone to get out there and meet others in the industry and it helps increase that networking opportunity where you can potentially identify new opportunities Last time we had an event, we had Dennis Bunnick speak and it was really interesting to hear from his perspective Mm -hmm. what was happening and the impacts of COVID. So it's an opportunity from a business perspective to speak to people sort of on a more social basis, but to understand what's happening in other businesses. And I think a lot of people in April really found that useful, being able to connect, share common challenges, particularly in, with it, through COVID, and sort of get ideas on what to do to help overcome some of those challenges.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> uh, Jason, anything you want to add to that?
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree and definitely second everything Fiona said. The networking piece and that introductory element is such a key. You know, you might have. A 1,000 ideas a day, but you might not know how to execute them or the broad of reach of how those ideas could actually be implemented across different categories. So one of the great things it does is when you meet these new people within the industry whom, you know, could literally just be down the road but you've never had a chance to have that introduction, Mm -hmm. is you start to build a network and it really starts to gain or add value to some of those ideas and the execution. And we've already seen that, like Fiona mentioned, in, in some of the events we've managed to have. Um, whether they're virtually or in person you can see the networking happening in the room you can see those light bulb moments and then it's great to hear a couple of months later um, to hear how those projects have actually taken off and they're in progress mm-hmm. and that, that's a pretty powerful thing
0: amazing and
1: um, if you think about the
0: local time community around adelaide or south australia in general <clears throat> if you think maybe forward let's say 12 to 24 months what's the ideal future what, what, what are you working towards too
1: it's Such a traditional, the ideal future. It's such a traditional. When all those, tradition. when all those planes are traveling internationally and uh, the stores are busy, it's going to be a pretty glorious time. I think, if anything, we definitely love to to increase the the member database, or the, both the mentee and the mentors. I guess ideally, we'd love for our name to be more. I wouldn't say mainstream, but a common practice in amongst the travel industry with some of the big, maybe education bodies and also in some of the bigger businesses that we have here within South Australia. We'd love really, I guess, for time to be seen and acknowledged as a really credible pathway to career progression and development, as opposed to, you know, a program that kind of sits alone in itself and to kind of highlight and give a voice to a lot of those mentors or graduated mentees so they can go out and be the big advocates for the program. So a lot more reach and engagement Mm. would be great.
0: And um, how are you thinking of involving yourself after your graduation?
1: Involving myself? Well, as Fiona mentioned, we've, we've developed a bit of a small committee here in South Australia, which is quite exciting. So while I guess I'll be involved in, I guess what I was saying, taking that national vision and ideas and then implementing a looping back to that autonomy that we have here in South Australia. And with our committee, we'll then break that down and go out and kind of target new areas and sectors and see who exactly we can help potentially get into this program. So I'd love to be the the main voice for that and help drive a lot of the strategy and, of course, the executions. Absolutely love to get out to all the networking events that we can, which, you know, networking is a huge part of what we've worked on, in particular myself, with my mentor and active networking, not just turning up at a bar to an event, grabbing a drink and going home. It's a lot more about getting out there and trying to find those contacts which can help and complement and, and grow your business. So an active role in that and also helping guide and lead the, the committee that we have to kind of broaden our reach. Mm-hmm.
0: And Fiona, what's, what's your involvement in the upcoming, I don't know, 12, 24 months?
2: So I, as you can hear from Jason, he's just perfect for sort of taking the lead in the role, which I think is fabulous, and he's got the great network, and he's young, he's the future of time. So my vision is for me to be involved in helping in the background and supporting and be out there to help make some of these events happen and help sort of thought leadership for the team across it, being probably someone that's... Double, almost double the age of most of the others <laughs> on the, on the uh, committee. So really being that support person and helping them then take the leadership and driving it forward. Awesome.
0: And I, I think, you know, if, if you think about time in a nutshell, that's what we try to do. You know, we, we try to inspire and get the next generation ready and the next generation and the next generation. So that's great to see that, that you have a little um, frame in place to, to make that happen for, for South Australia. And I'm, I'm very positive the two of you will be a power team. It will just fly. Um, are you planning on any networking events for this year or will you start in 2022 again?
2: So, the plan is for 2022. Um, we were looking at later this year, but we've definitely got our eyes on some interstate people as being those key uh, speaker, keynote speakers at the event. So, um, from that perspective, as we discussed it with the committee, there's a lot happening in the back end of the year. So, we're going to be looking at February, March, with some really exciting keynote speakers that I think a lot of people in Adelaide would love to come and hear. Mm.
0: I always love listening to the keynote speakers because it's so valuable to hear about their career stories, you know, where they had challenges, how they overcame them or not, you know, <laughs> either or. Um, always very valuable. Um, so, yeah, I would, would love to attend, but unfortunately, I'm caught in Sydney.
2: <laughs> well hopefully in February March next year you'll be able to come along. Freedom
0: Day is coming absolutely I fully agree I fully agree. Well we come to to my last question as you probably know that's my favorite one. Um let's start with you Jason something you bought for less than $100 in the last 6 months that has influenced your life very very positively. $100
1: well, I've got a three-year-old and a seven-month-year-old, so I don't get to spend too much on myself at the moment. But I guess something that does come to mind that I have bought—it's a little bit different. It's actually a annual subscription to the Calm app. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big meditator. I'm not a. I've tried yoga so many times. We've got yoga on all our Kentucky trips now, but. You know, I really pushed myself about two months ago because we've done so much work um, in this space within our company and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna bite the bullet. i bought an annual subscription and I'll tell you what, it has been one of the best things I've bought because they just got a 10 minute session in the morning, it just helps clear your mind, you do your little list. I'm a big fan of eating the frog, if those of you who know about that principle. And then, but the real, the real joy to it is it's actually got curated playlists that you can kind of put on in the background um, and not just your general Spotify lists, but lists that actually are curated to help improve kind of engagement and activity and productivity. So that's that's probably my big big win purchase for for 2021. Amazing!
0: And um, I'm, I'm a bit jealous that you actually stick to it, doing it at home on your own. I, I always think about an app oh, let's try it. I use it twice and then never open it up again.
2: <laughs> Fiona, what's your I'm purchase? On a
1: 27 day streak. Sorry, Dina. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was originally going to say a bottle of gin or a bottle of wine, but that probably would be wrong. So, um, I have just purchased but haven't started reading Robin Sharma's new book, Everyday Hero. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you're aware of Robin Sharma as an author. He's a Canadian author who wrote The Monkey His Ferrari, and I read that book many years ago, and that was a really useful book, and he's written a lot of others that I've um, leader without a title, all sorts of other leadership books. So that's probably... Going to positively influence as I get into it. But I've literally just bought it. But that's probably the one thing that I sort of noticed.
0: Amazing. So you're on page one.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Lots to come. Awesome. I'm running. Um, it so if someone wants to get in contact with you guys in Adelaide or South Australia, what's the best way to get in contact with you?
2: Sure. Um, either um, give us a, send us an email. Probably the easiest way to find us is on LinkedIn and yeah. connect with us on LinkedIn, or send us a note on LinkedIn if you haven't got the email. But certainly email um, email us, or we are looking to set up a more generic email address um, shortly. But um, you can either email us or via Marie and the time email address as well. So.
0: Okay, and I will probably just post the link of your LinkedIn profiles um, in the little description box so everyone can have a look at your full career details. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with me and giving me a bit of information around time, uh, the time in South Australia. And yes, hopefully, 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 as you just mentioned, I'm freed from Sydney and you are free to go anywhere and then we will see each other in person. Can you imagine? looking forward to that, that <laughs>
1: fingers crossed amazing. I cannot wait Timo or well, we can come and see you at the opera bar how's oh, that Jack?
0: amazing drinks on you I'm in <laughs> 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 all right thank you so much thanks Timo thank thanks, you Tima.